Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, oh my, the mountain man on the road, John Wayne himself. That's right, here I am. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for joining me for another week. It has been a whirlwind of a couple weeks. First of all, up top, let me apologize that this uh, episode is coming out a day late. Uh, I know it's on Monday, but it's also, I am a dollar short because I also apologize for not having an episode out last week, guys, uh, or the week before. I, I missed a week somewhere in there. I've been on the road constantly. As you know, if you've been following me, um, you know I've been back starting my my year uh, of, of uh, my year tour, if you want to call it that. But all of my traveling con dates have started officially two weeks ago. So I am on the road. Actually, right now I am not in the uh, Neon Palace of Sin, as I, uh, where I reside in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. I am actually nestled in the mountains of Pennsylvania in a, a log cabin of sorts with my maza. Yes, that's right. I'm visiting my mother. You know where you love her. Uh, she's the best, and she's here uh, putting up with me. And, uh, of course, I have the lovely Scarlet with me traveling. And who could forget the precious one, the most Star of the show, Boney. That's right. My dog, Boney, has been on the road with me. He's going to be on the road all year, as many of you have already uh, found that out and seen him out and about uh, at the shows. He is uh, the man. Boney is here as well. He is taking a little rest because he cannot be bothered uh, sometimes. He's got to preserve his energy and, and whatnot. So, you know, Boney's here. He's been great. We've been on the road, like, constantly. We drove all through the night. We couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. But then I did find it. Found my mom's house in the middle of the night. It is dark in the mountains, by the way, everybody. And when you're driving in the dark in the mountains, it's scary. There could be a mountain man or a bear or a bear man. I don't even want to get into it, what it could be. But we made it. We're safe. And... Anyway, thank you guys for joining me again. If you just are starting to listen to the show now, if you're new to the show, if I just met you uh, this past weekend or, or the weekend before, thank you so much for checking out the show. Thank you for checking out my stuff, coming by the booth. I appreciate it more than you will ever, ever know. Uh, and boy, what a fun couple weeks it's been. I'm hyped about the new year. Very, very excited uh, to be out on the road again and see everybody. And I got to say, these first two conventions have been amazing. So. Before we get into all that, I just want to give a major shout out to all my Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so much for the support. It means uh, tremendous amounts to me that I cannot express in words, even though I am a writer. I promise I will uh, get a thesaurus and try to figure it out. But it really, truly means a lot to me, especially when I'm out here on the road slugging away. It really is nice to know that there's, uh, you know, you guys are out there uh, throwing me some some change, helping me out, helping me get to the next city. So, uh Thank you guys. Shouts out to my Patreon supporters. If you're interested in uh, joining my Patreon and seeing what that's all about, you want to throw some uh, a couple bucks your old Uncle Johnny's way, get him to the next city, you can go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Choose from one of the tiers that I have available. You get all kinds of stuff with each one. And every single week you get the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast from the Patreon, which in which I speak with all the uh, artists and uh, of all kinds that I meet around the world. And uh, and uh, this is no exception. We've got a very uh, awesome show this week. We'll talk more about that. But you get any any tier you join on my Patreon gets you access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. We're almost at 100 episodes. You get access to all the back episodes. I put videos on there. I it, When I write new songs, they get posted to Patreon, uh, to my Patreon wall for all my Patreon peeps to see and hear first and give me feedback. And also, most recently... I, uh, well, you may know, uh, some people out there may know I have a little affinity for uh, karaoke, um, the art of karaoke, uh, some would say, and uh, I would say it, but I uh, most recently, if, yeah, I've talked about it before, I go do so, I cut a rug at these uh, scary-okies that they have at the conventions, and of course, I, I mean, I wouldn't let you down, this is no exception. When I was in uh, Charlotte two weeks ago doing Mad Monster Party, I uh, I signed up for karaoke and then of course uh, I burned the house down. There, the, it was a it was a really a truly follow that assholes moment and the whole moment the whole entire performance is captured on video. A uh, very awesome awesomely shot video actually. Uh, all the credit goes to Scarlett. Thank you for that and that is on my Patreon. 
It is a performance of me singing Dead or Alive by the great Bon Jovi featuring Richie Sambora, the greater Richie Sambora. And uh, that that kind of stuff, fun stuff like that. All those things are on my Patreon. So if you want to follow uh, the stuff that I'm doing on the road, new songs, new podcasts, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Thank you so, so much. Also, so uh, what else do I got to plug up top here? Uh, that's it. We're good. Check out the Patreon. Check it all out. Um, so this episode is going to be a little bit different because we're on the road. I know I've been changing things up a little bit, but... What I'm going to do is uh, give a recap here at the top of how Days of the Dead in Atlanta was, which I just came from this year. And then what we're going to hear, uh, the second half of the podcast, is uh, a special treat for all of you. I uh, had a, a chance to see, I saw a bunch of awesome people this weekend, but uh, one of my old school buds from from the road, uh, Mr. Mister Chuck, shouts out to you, Evil Fiend 803 that's my boy. Uh, he was on the podcast. We did a, an awesome podcast uh, over the weekend. And so what we're going to do at uh, when I finish the recap is here, ha- we're going to hear the first half of that podcast here on the main feed for free. And if you want to hear the rest of it, you just go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash John is dead. Join any tier, even the dollar a month beer club gets you access. You can hear the rest of the episode, all the insanity that happens on the second half and you'll get caught up with all the other episodes. So that's what we're going to do today. So before I get into uh, recapping the, the, uh, the, the, the convention, I do uh, want to give some shouts out up top. First of all, my man, Jeremy from Southern Sun Boutique, happy birthday to you, my man. I love you so much. Jeremy is a, a warrior. He's a soldier out on the road. He's part of my con family. I love the shit out of him. He's got a beard that just won't quit and an ass to match. And uh, so happy birthday, Jeremy. I hope it's a great day and uh, I'll see you... Uh, in a couple of weeks at wherever. Um, also, I have to give a shout out to uh, <clears throat> my a new, new part of my, my family. I consider them uh, Donna, Chuck, my man, EJ, you guys rule. You come through uh, both in Charlotte and Atlanta to see me and uh, sing some songs. And I got some investment advice from EJ that I am looking into my buddy. So, hey, if this pans out, Everyone gets a house, just like Oprah, I promise. I love you guys. Thank you guys for the support. Thank you for being so awesome. Uh, I got to give shouts out to my, my, my main, beautiful, wonderful ladies, Thedra and Rochelle, for coming up to see me. Guys, I wish we had more time together. You know I love the absolute shit out of you. Um, it was so good to see you. It really made my heart like soar, uh, and it was awesome. I also got to see my, my children. My John Wayne is for the children. Uh, Kira and Anthony, who I met Four years ago when I started, they, man, they're all grows up now. These kids are awesome. Their aunt and uncle brought them to see me again. I've watched these kids grow up. I cannot tell you how important that is to me. It is awesome to see them. They come back. They see me. They read. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Kira does wrestling now. I mean, I thought that when she said she did wrestling, she was like WWE or something. She's like 12 years old. I don't know. But no, she's like a wrestler, like a high school wrestler or whatever. I don't know. But she's like, apparently she's very good. So that's awesome. And uh, my man, Anthony, he's checking out some movies. He's going to be the next Scorsese or something like that. He's working hard. And I'm always happy to hear from those guys. Those kids, they're doing a good job. And I care about them very, very much. Also... I got to give major shouts out to my man. He came. This is, uh, you know, this is always awesome when, uh, you know, well, first of all, when people come back and then when uh, to see you, that's always awesome. And then when you meet people that you just kind of know from from the, uh, you know, Internet and stuff like that. And uh, this is a gentleman. I met him last time I was in Atlanta, uh, struck up a conversation. Awesome, dude. Started reading my stuff, came back to see me. The one, the only Mr. Christopher Lee, Chris Lee. That's right. Not that one. This other one, shouts out to you, my man. Thank you, dude, for listening to the show. Thanks for coming to talk to me. The conversation really uh, it was awesome hanging out, drinking a beer with you. Thanks for the support. Thanks for spreading the love. Uh, Chris, major shouts out to you, my friend. Thank you for everything. I truly appreciate you, dude. Stay in touch. So hopefully I got all the shout outs that I needed to do right there. If I'm, I know I'm probably forgetting people, all the new people, old people that I met. I love you guys. Seriously, it gets overwhelming sometimes, and I try to take notes so I remember to to give shouts out. But uh, everybody, honestly, this has been a great two weeks of conventions, a great way to start the week, uh, the week, the year, and the week, and uh, it's been awesome. So jumping right into it. We left uh, Charlotte. 
heading to Atlanta. And, you know, because I'm on the road, you know, for a month, essentially, I'm, I'm not like going back and forth, you know, I'm having to get extended stay places, stuff like that, you know, making, you know, we got to watch that. You got to watch those dollars, you know, rich dollars. Uh, but so we left from there. We went to, we didn't stay in the host hotel. Uh, and, and here's why, you know, those host hotels, it's great. It's awesome to be in the host hotel, uh, because everything's there. You don't have to drop, you know, all your shit's there. You come downstairs, you're done, right? All your friends are there, you know, all the craziness is there and, and that's great. And when I can stay in the host hotel, of course I do. And, or if they're paying for it, of course I do. But sometimes it's just so, it's just way too expensive, especially if I'm on the road for extended periods of time. So we stayed just a, a little bit outside. It was like 15 minutes, 20 minutes outside uh, of, of of the convention hotel and the extended stay. We went out there and it, and it was it was nice. It was it was a cool little space. We had a full kitchen, all that shit. You know, you know how I do it. Nice bed. Uh, it was all good. But let me tell you something about Atlanta. It sucks. Oh Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, guys. Atlanta, the traffic is horrendous horrendous and i i used to live in houston where it was awful um and maybe i'm a little spoiled now living in vegas because i live right downtown and i don't even have to get on a freeway to do anything unless i just want to but man it, it was like the situation a situation like this right like we every time we'd leave first of all it looks like beirut is going like it's like they just bombed the entire freeway system and it's like being put back together with popsicle sticks and bubble gum or something so everything is like a mess war zone on the freeway system out there um nothing seems to be complete at all it's like they just started the city i don't know it's a mess we had to go like the way that it directs you to go is like you actually have to go we had to go like two or three miles in the opposite direction of the hotel just to be able to turn around to get back going the way that we needed to go I don't know why, but it, I do know why. It's because all the, the freeways are all fucked up. So that, man, that sucked. Like, it, that was the main thing that, that sucked about being away from the hotel. Because I stay away from the hotels a lot, and it's really no big deal. Even if you are 50, Nick, Nick and I have stayed like 20 minutes outside of the hotels before, but it's a, it'll be a straight shot, and you can get there quick. This was not fun at all. The, the weather was spotty here and there. It was rainy all weekend, and the traffic sucked. But... That aside, the convention did not suck. We got there Friday, got all set up, got ready, got to see my man, Tony Evans, Tony Evans Horror. Follow him, guys. He's got some new shit out, uh, and he's popping, uh, and he's my boy. So he, uh, you know, rather than us going back and forth, you know, we went set up, and he let us chill in his room for a little bit, hang out, get loose, you know, do, do our stretches and our calisthenics before we hit the, the ground uh, running, and then we do a prayer circle, of course, you know, and, uh, and then we go down there. So, uh, Tony, Tony put us up for a couple hours, let us hang out and, uh, boom, then we were off and running Friday. It was packed. It was busy. It's busy for a Friday. First of all, there's a ton more vendors than there were the last two times that I was in Atlanta. And I, it, which to me, that's, that's a good thing. It shows like things are coming back. Like the attendance in Charlotte was tremendous. Uh, when I was there for mad monster, this one, like, when I was here, I guess when it when was it February or something? I can't remember the last Atlanta, but whatever. Whenever I was there, it was good, but it was a lot smaller. The hallway area had no vendors in it last time. Like maybe us up table was out there giving like hand jobs or something, but it, it was just all in the rooms, all in the all in the ballrooms or whatever. This year, it, the whole hallway is just packed out with vendors. All the rooms are packed. It was awesome. Lots of people come through Friday night good night. It was a good Friday. You know, a lot of times Fridays, they're slow, they're soft. Sometimes the sales are not what you want them to be. Mine was decent. I was happy. I had people come see me. I was selling books, um, kissing babies, playing some songs. Uh, Very cool, awesome Friday night. We go back, uh, take care of Boney, and I'm like, "Ah, I'm not going. But, you know, that's another thing. A A good thing about being away from the con hotel is it does help you to stay out of trouble if you're trying to stay out of trouble. Um, but also it also puts a thing of like, God damn it, dude, I don't want to turn around and drive through that bombed out, uh, you know, mess of a freeway just to go back and, and party and then have to what, you know, sober up, go home. But I, we went back to the thing. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. We're chilling. I think we did a podcast. Um, and we just got good sleep, man. I, I was in bed Friday night by like, I don't know, 1130 or something like in the bed sleeping boy. Because I need my beauty rest. You know that. Actually, I'm beautiful anyway. So it doesn't matter. But I did get plenty of rest. And it was 
uh, ready to hit the ground running on Saturday. Uh, we got there again, drive through the fucking mess. And it's, it's like, it's like packed. Like people are in line for jam packed out. So I'm again, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, this is awesome. Run into my man, Harry Bean shouts out Harry DJ munchies, AKA he had some Afghani pressed hash that, uh, in a vial, like he came from a mad scientist place. And, uh, you know, he set me up with that. We got a couple bowls in, in the morning, uh, you know, topped off with all of that, like a lot. And we were that man, that got you ready to go, go inside. Saturday is just Saturday's popping, yo. Like it's just going, people are coming to see me. People are stopping by new people. It was very busy. Scarlett is at the booth, uh, salesman salesperson of the year getting like, can I speak to your manager? Uh, you know, uh, what do you call those compliments? Like, ah, oh, she's the best salesman. She could do anything. And I know, and uh, she's great being at the table, having someone there like that. So she got, she got com- compliments. I was getting compliments. Boney ran the show. Boney was the star of the show. It, it, I'm really, cons- this is what's going to happen. The whole booth is just going to become Boney centric. Um, and there'll be a little corner on the side that says, and John Wayne, and like ask for books from the back. Like they're, they're, I won't even have shit on display because it'll all be bony stuff, statues, pictures, movies, record deal. This bony is going to be brought into the conventions in a throne by some oiled up beefcakes holding him and bringing him in. This is my prediction, uh, but he was so, so good and everyone loved him and he just chilled behind the behind the booth all day and... Um, was really good. Now he was very tired on Saturday. <laughs> when we got done, we went back to the hotel and he uh we he passed he passed out, he ate his food, took a walk and he was bony sleep time. And we actually again didn't go back to the host hotel because my man Chuck, who I speak with spoke about earlier, Evil Fiend 803, came over with his uh his good lady friend Faye and we did uh, a podcast and had a good old time, which is what you're going to hear uh, later some of that later. And so again, Saturday, yeah, we were up pretty late, but it's it's nice not to like party yourself into the ground every fucking weekend at a at a convention. These are the lessons you learn, guys. And you know, I'm a professional. You know that. I would never steer you wrong. Uh, but it was just, you know, when you're going out and you're doing this week after week, you have to learn some temperance or you, you got to temper yourself and just, I don't know, you know, whatever. You got to take care of yourself. So I took it a little light, you know. Had a great podcast, had a great evening. Sunday, get up, go. Sunday was really, it was a better than an average Sunday for me. So I walked away again, happy again. Uh, I got it, you know, my special girls, Leslie and Calvert were there hanging out. You know how they do it, taking care of everybody. Uh, Tony Moran was uh, handled by her and them, and they were just, uh, they're just a delight. I They are professionals. I love Leslie and Calvert. Shouts out to you guys. Uh, at the end of the day, Sunday, Leslie, you know, as she's as she is wont to do, uh, she and Calvert came and sat down at the booth while we were packing up just with a case of Miller Lite and just was handing them to me as they were like, you, you, another one? Yep. Boom. You another one? Yep. Boom. We got to drink all this. We got to drink all this beer before I get on the plane. I'm like, yes, ma'am. And uh, we did it. I think she only had like two left when we left the, the hotel. So it was, uh, you know, it was, it was great. The pro, the, but the only thing that wasn't, like that was kind of a drawback or kind of like a bummer was there wasn't any uh, after con programming like there wasn't karaoke so i couldn't you know delight and surprise and delight everyone again certainly there was no karaoke there was no party really there was no nothing so uh again i don't know if that's more of like a still a covid thing or i, I don't even know what the hell there why i don't know why there wasn't any programming but um i did your boy got to judge the costume contest again, second time judge. Uh, that was on Sunday evening, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I forget who I was on there with, but uh, one of the guys, one of the judges was, I guess, apparently he's been a walker in The Walking Dead. He's been uh, 120 different zombies in, in the show, uh, so he knows a lot about makeup and all that kind of stuff. So he was on, he was like the, the, the celebrity panelist, even though, you know, I was really a celebrity panelist, but whatever, we'll let him have that. Uh, but that was fun. It was great. There was a lot of cool, cool ass costumes too. Uh, it's 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 amazing how some of these people just like make these things out of silly. You know, there's a lot of store bought stuff, and and you get and even like some of the store bought stuff, people spend a lot of money on, like professional. Like one of these guys, he was dressed up like Dulce Doom from uh, Conan, and he came over and he had the mask and these hands and stuff. And like the one guy was asking him about it, you know, who made this? CFX, blah blah blah. 
he walked away and the guy said like, yeah, that's a good mask. That mask is $675 and those hands are, those glove hands are 300. And I was like, Jesus Christ, he spent a thousand dollars on just a mask and gloved hands to make it look like. And then who else? You know, we had a big sword and all this shit. People go all out for this stuff, man. It's insane. But there were a lot of good costumes. It was awesome. I, I had a great, uh, great time. And, um, you know, just to be asked to judge is also cool too. So, uh, I had a little feather in my cap. So, uh, yeah, so then we, you know, Sunday ended on a good note, you know, good sales, good people, played songs, got to judge, just had a ball, just left with an overall good feel, you know, positive. I felt good about everything, about about the con, but about the start of the year as well. So I am very, very uh, excited. Uh, I'm very driven and, you know, ready to do it this year uh expect a lot of good things from your boy here uh because we're going to the top 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 uh and you're all coming with me for sure so now uh so yeah so it was a, a great convention like i said atlanta it's one of the it is the first convention that i vended at by myself with my shit uh, not by myself. I shared the table with, you know, David Barbie and Michael uh, Lombardo, as you guys, you guys can go back and listen to that. I've talked about it a bunch of times, but it, it's good to go back to where you started. And then you see like, you know, <clears throat> like Deidre and Rochelle, they've been coming to see me since that day. You know, the, Kira and Anthony, they've been coming to see me since that first day they met me. And that is the, that is, you know, the most, if, if only those two groups of people came to see me all weekend this weekend i would be happy it would be a success so um that being said i'm glad more people did come but you know i really do appreciate this and it, it really buoys my spirits and i feel great going in to the new year so thank you all thank you everyone who came to the booth in atlanta and in charlotte thanks for listening to the show and tuning in and joining me and uh seeing what's going on and uh I just appreciate it so much. So, but what we're going to do, we talked earlier about the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, where I talk to other artists and the people I meet at the conventions from, from all over. So a little bit of a special treat. You know, I told you that my man, Chuck and I, evil fiend 803 did a podcast Saturday night. It was, it went pretty long. So what I decided to do is I'm going to put uh, uh, half of it here right after, uh, right after this, I'm done talking. You're going to hear half of it. And then for the other half of it, uh, you're going to need to go to Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and join uh, one of the tiers. And then you can hear the other half of that podcast, plus the 100 or 98 other episodes that are on there and everything else. And I truly appreciate it. So uh, without further ado, um, we're going to go ahead and listen to this. This is me and my man, Chuck, Evil Fiend 803. Oh my goodness, welcome to John Wayne Live to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your favorite asshole that you love to hate, John Wayne, that's right, I'm here. Where am I? I'm not in the Neon Palace of Sin. I'm not in Wayne Manor, which is Rest in Power. I am on the road right now, as you know I am uh, a lot of times, and right now I'm in... Uh, the ATL, some would say Atlanta, Georgia, at Days of the Dead, uh, you know, kicking ass on the road. But, you know, as I always do, like to bring my my people in, awesome folks that I meet. And this guy, like, is, uh, you know, one of that takes the cake. One of the real ones that's been around. If you listen to my Patreon, Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, you've heard of him before. We did a couple of episodes on there. You know him from Instagram. You know him from my dream journal. Chuck Evil Fiend 803 is here. Just What's gotta, up, my man? Dude, I just gotta say, this is better fucking real life besides this fucking video bullshit. It's better to have this interaction with... Oh, oh not, and not have to do the, the exactly. Skype so, so it's like, like it's it's good to finally like have face to face like conversation being with every man. Yeah, like, exactly. It's been Anytime way too long. We can do that. That's that's the greatest. And yeah, and it has been too long. And we'll get into that. But we have some other people in the room with us we that do. will be jumping in and participating. Um, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys uh, please introduce yourself to the people out there. We got uh, evils. Better or how you, a evil's better evil uh Mrs. Evil Mrs. Evil is <laughs> evil. We have yes. Ms. Evil. Ms. Evil. There we go. And she's we, Italian and she does have a bite. Oh my my hey I'm Italian. Spicy, I'm Lisa Boss. My last name. 
And I also, we have the lovely, talented uh, Scarlett, the one, here with us. Hello, darling. Hi! And we are in uh, extended stay. Of course, Boney is with us as well. He is tuckered out, sleeping in the bed. He's taken up the whole king-size bed. Boney and is As he uh, should. And I will sleep on the floor. He's over our bullshit. So just so... Sure. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, you know, we, uh, you know, I'm on the road right now. If you listen to last week, uh, I, I recapped Mad Monster in Charlotte. And, uh, <laughs> that was a that was a, that was a hoot. And I, and, <laughs> that was definitely a hoot. And one of the things that I got to do was... What are one of the things? I got to see Chuck. Yes, yes. Uh, on, yeah, because, you know... You were uh, able to swing on by and see me. Yeah, uh, I know we were. It was just like a tease. It was like one of those just the tips. yeah, just a taste, just, just a taste. Leave and I was like, just the tips. Oh, always like you always want to leave more with it. Exactly. Always. Leave. But so so like I like to talk about how I meet, how we've met before. So just to refresh people, I know we've talked about an awesome dude, but man, it dude, was like three years ago ish. It, it was once upon a time. And the year was 2018. Yeah, that's three years ago. Three years ago. No, that's four. Four. Well, excuse us. girl. Yeah, exactly. Boy, everybody. Does it count? Because technically two years are missing from all of our lives. I mean, if we're going to play the groundhog effect off of that. We still knew each other. We knew each other. It's not like we stopped knowing each other. Sorry, I'm not But But yeah, it was... It was definitely at a convention. It was, it was Days of the Dead. It was definitely Days in of the Dead Charlotte, in Charlotte. Which they don't do anymore. Not as, I mean, it was just one of those things that happened just because of pre-COVID. There was some things happened. This was back in, the, back in those days. Back in the good old it days. It was me we, and Triana had a table. Yes. And uh, a plucky young lad came up, spry, bushy bright-eyed, eyed, just bushy-eyed as well. And Full said, of hope. And he said... And I, I flew open, I flung open my window and I looked down at him from the table and I said, you boy, what day is it? And he said, it's time to get high, sir. And I was like, you're goddamn right. And then we went out and got high. We bonded over yes. that. We could smell each other out, smell our own, if you we will. We could. We definitely could. We had some of that. But we had a bond. We hit it up, hit it off right away. Remember, we were like outside. Fucking about, I was cut. We were cutting up like talking about them goddamn bananas, shit. man. Oh yeah, we talk about them goddamn bananas. We were trying to work our. Uh, we was on our way from the strawberries. Work your way up from the strawberries and made it up to these goddamn bananas. bananas. <laughs> like Chichin we just Chong. that's what Chichin Chong. Everybody. Like that was like I think like we just had a bowl. Like we actually just went we were out, outside smoking outside in the front smoking of the hotel. Cause we had Booty around with us. I don't know if yeah. you remember Booty. Oh, or I know not, Booty. But, Shouts yeah. out Heather. Shouts What's out definitely. Cause I know like. That is one person I hate that I, that is not here right now with us because Booty. I do, miss, I do miss Booty. I do miss Booty. And I was definitely looking forward to seeing her here. So she, you know, she, she used to be uh, ladies that are here, Miss Evil and Miss Scarlet. Uh, Booty was. Uh, she worked. She used to work Days of the Dead, and she would like work, run the floor, like the vendor floor. And they called her Booty because she was a big ass, and she like she like, was booty. a big Booty Judy. And, but she'd come through like <laughs> she was a big Booty she'd Judy. She'd close the floor down and be like. Get the fuck out. I'm ready to drink. It's time for shots. And she's like, let's all go to the party and have ourselves some shots. Get the fuck out. Like, she <laughs> like, would close the floor down. She was, she was uh, a... Sounds like she, my kind of girl. Yeah, she, she, was was hip, hip, hip hip she was a hip, hip, hip lady. Hip lady. She was a hip lady off of that one for sure. Yeah, I think it was like me, you, Booty, and a couple of others, I believe. And that's when we had the, like, fresh pack already about to fire it up. And then that's when we just, I don't know, we just like, something decided just to turn on. And that's when ripping. you and me went back We're and ripping. forth, like, reference yeah. off of that. And then we had old Scout, like, bust your ass off of that, which was pretty fucking hilarious, so. Yeah, I had even no idea. You are like, ah, Skeem's laughing at you. And I was like, fuck Skeem. Who's Skeem? Like, fuck him. No, he was laughing with you. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Oh, oh, cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, you want to smoke? Uh... That was, it was funny, like, last year at Matt, in, in Charlotte, mm-hmm. actually, uh, I was staying uh, with Dave. You yes, Dave yes, I remember Dave. Shouts, yes. Dave. Shouts out to Dave, Shouts definitely. out Dave. Dave, Shouts out Uncle Drunkle Mike. Mike. Drunkle Mike. I miss my Uncle Mike, y'all. Um, hey, not a shout out to them uh, versions that bought them 36 condoms, for hey. real, seriously. <laughs> like... Sorry, I mean, virgin, I mean, bro, these like virgin guys got to get their shit together, dude. Like, I've nothing never... wrong with being a virgin for sort of virgin hating, exactly. But these guys came there. on a quest last week to get laid, a huge quest. Like, I mean, that's like some like tonight at the pit, everybody gets it's laid late. type of like caliber right. that they're trying to go for. I I appreciate their moxie. They stepped out with a thirty six box of condom. Like they bought a thirty six pack of condoms. 
36 like, people. We yes. are optimists. That's optimism, right? I mean, he had either... That's trying, they were trying to manifest it. Like, and I, I'm down with that. But then they were passed out behind my table because they could not handle... They could not their hang. Shit. Like, that was just... It was fun. So, like, we got to the point where it's like, you know what? Fuck it. And we actually started just putting dicks on their fucking shirt. We did draw dicks on Andrew. If you're listening to this, Andrew. Yes, we, Andrew. Sorry. We were the motherfuckers we, that did that shit. Andrew, dicks but and I, cum. But also, Andrew, I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> you got to learn to hang, bro. You. So, we were talking earlier, like, uh, re- like reason you were able to swing by was like yeah. you, where you work was, like, kind of close to... Yeah, you work, you work at the smoke shop, and we were talking about it earlier. And I was like, "Should save this for the podcast?" <laughs> talking about my first day at work. Oh yeah. man, so dude. tell me about this shit. So you, you, right. you manage a smoke shop. Now this is in South Carolina, or North Charlotte, North? actually. Oh, it's that's in Charlotte. North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right off of uh, right off of North Carolina, but Probably it's not, not. We don't have to give its address out. Nah, it's one two three Fake Street. <laughs> But also, so this is not one, a two, legal three, state. drive by, drive. There There's we go. No legal state. You're looking at me like I gave. You're like it is on Fake Street. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just chilling here, like listening to this line of bullshit. Well, hey, we're really good at spitting lines of bullshit. Yeah, we're gonna so, spit that fire. So, but also, so North Carolina is not a, a, a state where it's legal. No, nah, but it's the, legalized. But, but, but it's, it's but decriminalized. Yes. Yeah, so oh. like, anything that you get over there, you just basically get ticket, a blue ticket and all that. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those. Don't, don't start That's no shit. Don't nice. be no shit. Also, That's really pretty nice. much. That kind of stuff. It makes there. life easier, I would imagine. Let's yeah. see. Here's the funny thing about that. It's like, if you actually go 20 minutes south out of North Carolina to where you're going to South Carolina, you have less than the gram off of you, you are going straight to jail off of that. Ooh. Like, that's how you have, that's where, like, the good thing that I always tell everybody to come through it, like, traveling, like, know your weed laws. <laughs> it's like, it is so different between North to South Carolina, which South Carolina just recently just got it passed medicinally. Did I give this to you already? In the Senate. In the Senate for that way, so. Uh, looks like the House. Yeah, it's going to go to the House. It looks like South Carolina might be getting legalized before North Carolina now. So they're like super strict right now, but they might get like med- the medicinal right yeah. now is up for. Yes, because oh. usually I think, I mean, hell, you know this, whenever you get like through a state and stuff like that, like if they go ahead and get it decriminalized probably within the next five years, they want to probably get it like medicinal or recreational start, or something like it, that to get it started from there. It, it so. does not make sense to me that states are holding out because it's it creates so much revenue for the state the taxes alone that and, and we and we gladly pay them i walk in at, to my local smoke shops uh med men uh jo- what's the other one jar- uh, jar- jardine shouts out if you guys want to give me some sponsor me i'll, I'll there you go anyway hoard out baby hoard out yeah but like i i it's the cost of doing business man right you know if you right. want to like it's just like anything else if you want to drink beer if they tax it you gotta you gotta pay the tax you, gotta you do don't it. have to yeah. But people will pay it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is exactly the same thing. Like, we were actually having a topic of this at, the, at my smoke shop. Is like, we don't carry cigarettes. We actually don't sell cigarettes. It's because with the cigarette taxes, like the, like the government's going with it right now, we kept cigarettes on the shelf. It was going to be like 10 bucks a pack, like almost being up in North Pikes. It's like that. Yeah. Like, that's like that type of fucking craziness off of that shit. So. That's what I, we were driving by. I don't smoke cigarettes. No, um, I don't either anymore. But like, and, and you know we all had our period where we smoked cigarettes, but yeah, oh, I, yeah. I American Spirits. Like, did you have American oh, Spirit? American day? Spirits, the no. li- the lime green, menthols. lime green. Okay, like okay. The lights that though, they had, those were the shit. Camel crushes, though, I did fuck with those. I did a lot of humps. I did a lot of humps. Oh, I, did you ever do the flavored ones? Remember when Camel came oh, out with yeah. like margarita? It was like tangerine flavored, or some like bullshit, or like the black and pink pack, or like the yeah. black and blue crush. pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The crushes Gross. when they first came I out with crushes. It's like. It's like but when men- they put like Camel Crush and- menthol and then you hit the little button and Filter it's extra milk, like menthol So good. When you want to really crystallize your lungs. <laughs> you hit the fucking, you, you crush your crystals, you said. Like, oh, well, yeah, that's what you do in Camel Crushes. They have that little bead in there and you like pop it. So yeah, when it's- I, yeah, and then yeah. it like makes it do more menthol And actually Newport's has some uh, type of cigarette like that too. Actually, make it more Newporty. Oh. Shit, you not oh. Newportier. Newportier, exactly. I was a uh, when I was like, I had to have been like nineteen or twenty, and uh, I was I took like uh, me and a buddy of mine took like two hits of like, candy flip like 
X and acid like together, okay. like in a in a these capsules. Yeah. And uh, it was like we first we were like, man, I think this is bunk. I think we got ripped off. And then all of a sudden we were like, that's that like SpongeBob like a few moments it, later. Yeah, exactly. It was exactly Bam! like that. But I, dude, I, I had that with I, like weed edibles like that one time before. That I love it when it sneaks up on you, dude. Oh my god, dude! Like we did some brownies, and I think it was probably about like twenty minutes. And like, bro, like I was already like two and a half squares deep. Yeah, and dude, once it fucking it. hit me, like, dude, I swear to God, you know, like how the cartoon character Droopy. The dog, the dog, yeah. the slow dog. That's exactly like how I fucking felt. <laughs> I yeah, felt I was, that to the earth, bro. Like, well, it wasn't like that. I was. We were more like, I, yeah, going for but it. like, yeah. like we were. It was nuts. That night was insane. But I remember, like, I sat on a uh, on a porch swing at my buddy's house and talked to his little brother, who was like ten or eleven, and I smoked an entire pack of menthol, like a uh, Marlboro menthols. Just like oh, one after pack. another, after Damn. another, until it was done. And the next day, I was like, hey, how you doing, man? I'm going. I was like, just, I wouldn't like, even like touch cigarettes dude. at all for a while after that. I was like, ah. My mom smoked for like for so long that she actually did Marlboro Menthols like, I don't know how many years. And like, dude, like, maybe when I smoked off of one of them, like, I was like, dude, I can't do this anymore. Ooh, I also <laughs> in high school used to smoke the 127s. Is that what they were? Like, the oh, copper packing? Oh, uh, uh, Marlboro 127s? They were they're like just the 27s, weren't they? 27s. Oh, maybe I'm thinking. Uh, AK 47. Misty's or Misty Light 100. Uh, that's what my grandma's uh, grand grand Those are blue 120s. Yeah, I love those. I don't know if Chesterfields was like around over in Texas or on over there, I know it's like in the like the south, like Chesterfields. Oh, and Palm Mall, we had Palm Mall. Palm Mall's got a big road. Yeah, Palm Mall Oh my, yeah. Benson and Hedges had I had those because my aunt used to smoke those. So and they had the little star cut out in the filter. Or were those Victoria? My grandma smoked Misty Light One Hundred. Those are the best tampons. Her and her sister in the kitchen, Aunt Aunt Woodsy, smoking, drinking coffee, going to bingo. Loved it. I had a lot of my aunts. They it's always sorry, it's, it, it killed her. But you know, hey, yeah. she lived a good We're full all life, die. and I love her. Enjoy yeah. our ride. I mean, that's the way I feel. Yeah, yeah. But my grandparents smoke nows. What now? What's a now? now. They were made by R.J. Reynolds, who owned Nabisco. Well, yeah. Well, that's a R.J. Reynolds like this. Yeah, but they were nows. They were this like silver pack. With the word now in green, it was in a green box with gold letters. Now, nows. I want a now. I want a now. Yes, exactly. you want a now. Now. You want a now. Now. Like, but it, yeah. Like, but just imagine that. that just imagine that. Like, like going to the gas station out. at like one o'clock in the morning, being blessed. I need some nows. <laughs> it's funny, like when you look at old, like or older magazines, and you see like cigarette ads. Dude, and back it, in the it, day, it, I was like they, Joe Campbell. It would be like nothing to see a cigarette out of the magazine. Oh, what about the cowboy? That, no, that's Marlboro. That's Marlboro, man. Ow! That's awesome. We're looking at a picture of the Nows, everyone. If I could describe it, it looks like almost like a cool ripoff. Yeah, like, that's what it kind of like reminds me of. Like a Kmart me. cool. That's you know what, what I mean? I, it looks like it's like... They even had full flavor. Oh, yeah, oh, they did. Shit. That's, yeah. I, 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 that's I mean, it's a pretty cool package. It might as well just say cigarettes on Like Repo Man. Like exactly. Beer. Just like <laughs> cut to <laughs> just cut to the fucking point. Like yeah, yeah. But anyway, so you guys don't carry cigarettes at the smoke shop? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, because all anyway. that is off of that kind of fucking shit. So, but our, but yeah, first day actually going into the job, like, dude, I shit you not, like my key holder got arrested. Like first, first day, day on the fucking job, and you're not a key. <laughs> no, I just took over. You're just like learning. Hey, I'm just like, took me hey, a I'm Chuck. I'm here. Like, hi, I'm Chuck. I'm y'all's new boss. Oh yeah, how's it going, man? I'll see you tomorrow. Next day, he's like supposed to come in for a shift. Yeah, he gets locked up. I'm gonna turn the air on. <laughs> yeah. So what did he get locked up for? Did you get locked out of the store? No, like, no, no, no. Like when I say locked up, I mean like I'm talking about like five O came and got him. From the store? Not from no 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 not from the store. From he his got house? he got pulled over at a traffic stop, coming to getting off of work to go somewhere else. Got pulled over and got caught with like I don't know how much he got with, but he got locked and booked. 
first day on the fucking job. Like, okay, man. I was like, first day, like, hey, man, great working with you, man. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah. You have a silver bracelet chew on. I am, um, as a, when yeah. I was the manager for Starbucks, which I, you know, I worked for Starbucks for uh, over 15 years, store manager for 10 years. And, okay. And, uh, I had like my, we were, we were like a tight, tight group. We were, you know, I've talked about before, we were, we were just a cafe store, no drive through neighborhood right. store, like 13 of us worked there Keep it so. and I just kept it tight. We were all like artists. We all took care of each other. But like I had several calls where I'd be like in the morning, like I'm there to like, nobody's there. I go open the, the, right. yep. that or I get the call like at like seven thirty. Hey, this, yeah, this is so-and-so's mom. Yeah, he's in jail. So I think he's supposed to work tonight. I don't know. Anyway, he'll he'll call you later. That and I'm like, God damn it. Looks like I gotta but go up and yeah, up. What it, the fuck? It it happened like probably at least five times. Dude, actually that was the funny Different thing about it because too. the dude that actually got locked up was supposed to open up the next day. I was like, I guess he's not going to open stuff. So I might yeah. as well need to open yeah, I'm gonna up. Pick up them hours, I got to pick up the hours. I'm salary as fuck. I was like, ah, well, looks like he ain't showing up for your shift. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it, man. I guess that's a good way to impress your boss at the first time uh, working on a smoke shop. <laughs> that's, yeah. So what's this honeymoon period you were telling me about? Oh, so you, uh, you, so uh, you can talk about as much as you want to. Oh, man. I don't know. mind off of this. About like, what? Like, you're, right. you're the manager, right? right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Run the whole shop. I am the Al Bundy. HBIC. Yes, and I am actually. In charge, the, big swinging dick coming through, Chuck. I am gotcha. the Hank Hill of smoking and smoking accessories. Of smoking accessories. <laughs> of smoking accessories off of that one. But uh, but yeah, like first two days, like, like well, I won't say first two days, that's actually what happened. And then our basically, man, like, number of shit started left and right. I already seen it off of there slinging inside to the shop that kind of stuff like that mm -hmm. so i finally <laughs> and this is actually gangster as fuck like how i did it i actually called for a staff meeting and got everybody inside to the room uh, inside to the place locked up the office everything like locked up the shop closed down shop for this meeting and shit like that so go all the fucking yeah. i picture like people like like a like a whole family walking up to get their rolling papers and shit and you just like <laughs> lock the fucking door close close it Oh, it, it, it almost ha like kind of happened like that, but it was like, it was funny. Like I've made sure to time it. And then like five minutes after I put the note on the door, like when like the first 20 minutes and nobody didn't show up after I put that door on, note on the door, everybody started showing up. It was like mandatory staff good. meeting. It was like open back soon. So I uh, give, give everybody a two like honeymoon face. Like I mean, everybody knows what a honeymoon face it goes through when you're working with somebody new or you date with somebody new, you got that first two weeks it's to kind like of fill a them out and stuff like that. Probation style. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going to let you take it. You know, we'll, we'll work with you here and they can slide. But after this, you should know better. Exactly. So the guy that actually got locked up on the very, on my very first date there, I had to go ahead and let him go because we caught him too much on the cameras, like slinking inside to the shop and stuff like that. The first day that you were boss, you had no, to fire. No, this all came to a head on my. Oh, birthday. yeah, it came along with a head within the two <laughs> within the two weeks of like the honeymoon phase. Like this all happened, all added up within two weeks of me just my first two weeks working with them. Yeah. So. Wait. So what was he doing on camera? He was slinging. slinging. He was just like selling. Oh selling. shit! Not out of the shop. Of the shop yeah. Idiot. Yeah. yeah. Basically, that was trap smoke shop. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So it was like a. So, you it like, so I actually, I actually closed there's up the a meeting. New sheriff in town. There's that's exactly the way how my fucking ass felt. Like I came off to the big, off the on the meet on the yeah exactly for the meeting and shit. I'm already fucking stoned as fuck, so I already had to make sure to give me some good shit to give me up because I didn't know how this fucking meeting was gonna go down. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I start off the first thing. I was like, hey, such and such, I need to go ahead and get your key, man. I gotta fire you. It was like for what? In front of everybody. In front of everybody. Dude, I was like, that's like some gangster shit. Dude, right like there. I even told him, I was like, you have one or two options because you're sitting there not definitely not focusing inside to the shop anymore. Whenever you make enough of your shit, I want twenty percent every single week. Mm -hmm. It was like <laughs> like a pimp. I want to. I want my percentage want my because if you're gonna use my place as a front, I want my cut. Mm -hmm. It was like, well, I ain't giving you shit. I was like, well, I tell you what. Here's your pay. I need your key. We'll see you later. Damn. Without any hesitation. They boom, boom. Like, goes right there. 
Next person comes up the deck was actually my assistant and which was friends with this individual and didn't know anything about it. Like she came into this whole thing blind. Okay. Sure. About yeah. That. Okay. But the whole special allegedly for that. Yeah. But then, uh, did she like quit in solidarity or something? No, nah, the best thing about it, dude, I did that whole reverse psychology thing with is like, let me just go ahead and just make it easier. Just go ahead and give me your key. I'll give you your pay. And we'll just call it from there. And then I'll also take 20%. And she's like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> she like walks out. That, that solidly, hands me the key, hands her pay, walks out. So I basically got everybody fired and quit on my first two weeks of working. <laughs> well, sometimes you got to do, especially if you you're new, clean taking house. over. Like sometimes yeah. you're like, all right, you got to, dude, I, the, the, the taking a percentage thing, like, so I like, That's my smart. Starbucks was across the street from a high school. Klein High School. It was like okay. directly across, like not like, hey, there's a high school over there. Like, like it was, uh, like I said, we we're a neighborhood store. We we're across the street from this high school. Right. So every, so we, of course, we have the morning. The morning thing is like whatever. You get kids. You get parents. Everybody's coming through. But at two fifteen every day, you just a horde of kids walk across the street to the fucking Starbucks. Okay. And we had so many problems on our patio because we were like on the corner of the strip center right there. And we had, so we had this wraparound patio. Was it more Tons of like, of fights. was it like more of like mom and dad, preppy kids? Like I'm trying to impress my friends type it of was, like, it, or did it, you okay. have some like Nardog? It's definitely like... white. It's definitely a, like a white neighborhood, but okay. but there was some, uh, there was a, it, it was rough. They had some rough like areas too. Okay. It wasn't so like we had uh, some we had some but warriors still running like, around. It's still we had like some warriors, maybe. White, yeah, you got a couple's in there. Okay, but the thing is, like, you have they just like would like I would hear it from fucking people every day. There's nowhere to sit. These kids are everywhere. Nah, nah, nah. And then I we have to go around and say yeah, they're not drinking anything. You have to fucking leave. And then they just get up and go to the next table. And I'm like, hey, stupid. <laughs> I'm right here. You know, and you have to get like crazy with yeah. them. But towards the end of my tenure, uh, some would say. I uh I I got this call one night when I was closing from this mom and she was like, "Hi, is it? Are you the man?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm the manager." And she's like, "I just want you to know that there is a boy uh, uh on your patio selling acid, and my daughter bought acid from him, and his name." And I and I just want you to know. And I was like, "Okay, Damn. okay." And she's All like, right. "She's like, so you know, I what just are you want, gonna I, do about I, it?" I, no, I said, "So what do you want me to do about it?" And she goes. <laughs> I, excuse me i said what do you want me to do about it and she was like i you bring it to your attention i was like lady there's two of us in here there's 300 kids out there whatever i said i don't give a shit exactly. if your kid bought acid from anybody well then she was trying to like she was trying to tell me his name and everything i was like i don't care you just described everybody on the patio lady exactly. it's not my problem that your daughter bought acid from somebody and fucking now you're mad and she's like, well, I can't believe you're treating me like this. I was like, well, believe it. And then she's like, I can't believe this. And I was like, all right, well, is there anything else I can do for you? And she's yeah. like, no. And I was like, cool, bye. Yeah, I, I don't know how many and, times I've had that same type of phone call. And then I just like sent my, yeah. I sent my DM an email. I was like, hey, got a call from a, a parent um, upset about somebody selling drugs on our patio. I, I told her there's nothing I could do about it, that yeah. she would have to contact the authorities. Just want to give you a heads up in case she calls you. <laughs> yeah done that's it exactly but, but it was like but i was like you know what man i should go grab that kid because i knew exactly what it was yeah and I, be like uh, hey man here's the deal give me money you can sell all you want and i'll actually like take care of you make sure no one fucks with you but i get my taste i want this yeah. much every week or or you're go or the whole thing goes down funny thing about it like she like her uh Ms. Evil's uh, brother actually bought her. I was like, we should do that cut. I was like, you know what? That's a fucking good idea. Yeah. I want to go for with that approach and see where it fucking takes me. Full disclosure, my brother's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't we? All? I was like, I was like, I, was, well, I, I didn't see that coming. Full disclosure, my brother is uh, a, a master of science, or like he's no master he's of intelligence. He's a, he's yeah, a mathematician. He's an idiot. We're talking just, like sixth grade education, idiot. Well, well, hey, at least he knows how to spell his name. Right. Oh, are you sure about that? <laughs> but get a taste, like yeah, you should. Yeah, you should at least. I mean, at least you got to spell your name to get your own paychecks at least, right? It, well, he's a tattoo artist. He works in here. There you go. Oh, uh, allegedly, 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 everyone's paying their taxes. Well, here. I don't know. I get mine for free. 
There you go. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, I get my money for nothing and my chicks for free. <laughs> so, um, have you anybody like crazy come in? Like, I know people oh, like dude, ask that kind of stuff. All the like, fucking but, like, time, dude. Can you like? like you got to break down like some if you can like some crazy <sighs> shit that's happened in the store. Um, definitely had this one person that actually just tried to just straight up ask for a fucking meth pipe. Oh, one of those glass dicks. One of the said, hey, do you have a meth pipe? Yes, exactly. Just straight up. Didn't give any fucks. And, like, I just, like, held it to myself, like, to hold it from laughing. (laughs) I'm like, because this dude has got balls. (laughs) (laughs) So, can I ask you, because, like, I know in Vegas, like... We can't say, like, can I get a pipe? Like, you have to same use lingo, special lingo, water yeah. pipe. Yeah, pipe. same lingo. Uh, just you because can't say we, bong, right? Like, you yeah. can't really say bong even though you know it's yeah, a bong. You can you say do. bong meth pipe? Can I get a bong meth pipe, sir? <laughs> that, that one, like, I, I mean, you know what? Like, when that dude said that, like, I mean, he didn't, like, no hesitation. Rob B. Like, boom. Well, like, he knew exactly what he wanted. He cut to the point. He just yeah. wanted to cut to the chase. So when that happens, like, are you, you know, do you like to say, like, hey, man, just, you can't. You nah, I usually cool. laugh at it like, <laughs> good try, man. I don't sell that shit. You got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nah, bro, you got to get. Same thing, like, the same shit, like, for fucking K2 and all that kind of shit. Like, I get so oh, many different people that comes into the, in the smoke K2, shop that K2's always. K2's a synthetic. It's it like synthetic spice. Marijuana. Spice, yes. It was like, Fucking like ten years ago was big. Somewhere is it, around is over it back there. right now. It's like only thing or that people I just can... come in and asking for it. Exactly. Hey, can I get a K two and a pack of nows? <laughs> and a pack yeah. of nows. <laughs> yeah, like K two and a pack of nows. Honestly, it's probably a side of whippet yeah. charges to go with on top of that as well. What whippet charges? You know whippets? Yeah, tough. Oh, that's coming back in a big bad way, dude. Bro, wait, you guys also sell the balloons? No, we don't do the balloons. But you have the crackers, just the just the canisters, the nitrous. Yeah, just the nitrous. Oh, that one. Yeah, I I do not like whippets. Yes, I've tried them. I mean, I think we've all done them. When in Rome, like whatever, but like not enough. I no, I had friends at fucking parties that yeah. way, and I was not it's about stupid. that. Way. It's like the same shit, like how uh, like the swear. fucking high school and middle school kids were doing like huffing gasoline and like all, like those fucking highlighters. Remember that shit, like when you used to take a fucking highlighter, Sharpies. And, like sharpies, that, sharpies, and, like, and whiteout, uh, white so, like the air compressed air, um, like, dusters, air dusters. Yeah. Oh, dude, I used to do so much fucking uh, duster rips. Like I would look like fu- trying to sound like fucking Chewbacca, like. <laughs> And it's like, dude, like I got it to the point where like I felt like I almost fucking froze my lungs. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, Uh, totally. And and, and like also like no blonde, like no go, no good. That and paint. It reminds me of that scene when Charlie's huffing paint like silver. It's got the silver silver all around. Yeah, from always sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, frost lip lips. If you do it with a with an air duster, if you do it like that, like frost lip lips. Not yeah. I'm solid. Things when you do when you were 22. 22? We were fucking doing when that I shit in middle 17. school. Yeah, but you were 22 when you are in middle school because you are special <laughs> to me. I love you. Uh, um, anyway. I, like, I like how it went. Absolutely not. Do you like some of this? No. Okay. It went that and then went here. Shit and peace pipe. Uh, uh, yeah. I literally didn't do any of that. <laughs> at, in, at working at Starbucks, like, like we used because we like you make you we made all the, the whipped cream. Uh, whipped cream. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I would order those by the case, and like you get like fifteen hundred of those. Like, dude, so you get like cases? no, nobody like dude, I was. Because I, I told my I was like, dude, do y'all don't do whippets? Like it's stupid. <laughs> nobody in my store did it because I was like, y'all can smoke weed in the the hallway, whatever you want. Just don't do fucking. Don't steal this from me. Yeah. And then, yes. but then I became a pirate allegedly towards the end when I was like, oh, this is how you get treated when you work somewhere for fifteen. Years and I was like ah, selling shit, trading shit out the back. I was like, whatever yeah, you want. Whatever hey, you guess want. who makes the inventory? Me. Okay, cool. Well, guess, <laughs> guess I'll see you later. See oh, you no. oh no. Oh no. What happened? Allegedly. All How many allegedly. of these boxes fell off? Allegedly. Allegedly. I allegedly. never ran out of trash bags when I worked in hotels. Hey, and ran out of toilet paper. Well, you right should. in the thing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's yeah. And I knew that was something like all. I still love this. But, I, but they were like, we were just trying to get by. So I'm like, yeah. Like, I mean, trash bags yeah. take I mean, honestly, like whenever I used to work in the in the gym industry and shit like that, because I, I used to run a twenty four hour gym whenever I went uh, when I went back home like a couple years back, and there would be motherfuckers that would steal the goddamn toilet paper 
from that, the fucking wasn't gym. Wasn't it like big old rolls? Not the big. No, no, no. We we actually had, we actually had like nice toilet. rolls, like actual fucking toilet paper. Dude, you know like, what? They paid for that gym membership. They're entitled to that fucking but see, roll. Whenever, <laughs> but whenever you actually have two fresh rolls and actually just two for backup, especially since nobody's out to be there over the fucking weekend, and you can see the motherfuckers clearly on fucking camera putting the shit inside of their fucking gym Put bag. Put a tree in there. <laughs> but what do you even say? <laughs> but what do you say off of that? kind of shit that like that's the thing it's like man you don't get mad because you, you stole my shit paper i'm like i i mean i guess times is rough whenever you have to steal fucking shit paper from a fucking 24-hour gym you can you can afford a fucking 24-hour gym membership but you can't afford shit paper i mean maybe, maybe, maybe they live in a the priorities <laughs> maybe they're there for the showers and they live in a storage unit now I mean, you you know what a lot of those 24-hour gyms like that that's exactly how a lot of like when we used to do music and shit like that on the road that's exactly what we used to oh, do yeah Joy, oh, like yeah. if we go somewhere over there we're, we can time fitness planet the planet ones that fitness. are everywhere you just go and you take a shower yep. and yeah. shit yeah and see back in the day like over that shit you didn't really have that you really much had like truck stops to be able to try to do that yeah and, and you were lucky I'm not lucky sure. if you even want to even think about going in one of those motherfuckers so. dude i would not take a shower at a truck stop um Mm-mm. when i'm there like you hear them be like Number fifteen, your shower is ready. ready. Yeah. But my buddy that was a is a truck driver, um, Daryl, like his dad was a truck. He was one of these like truck driver guys. He would just tell yeah. me all this shit, and he'd be like, he would like he would just do all that, take a shower. But he's like, yeah, I go in there, I put my shit like this, I move the bench like here, and I have my gun with me in the shower. Because people just get jacked in those showers, man. What? Some you people catch about the very vulnerability. Yeah. You're yeah. naked in the shower, kicking open. I guess open I never figured like that is being so vulnerable, but I never would think like that's a possibility. You gotta think about it, man. People if you know how to do that hustle. You. Yeah, people want that 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 bussy in there. I guess. That bussy. That bussy or whatever. <laughs> Bussy? The CISOs. Oh, wait. Who were we talking about that today at the... Adrian. Adrian. Shouts out, Adrian. Shouts out, girl. I hope you're listening. She's going to the gay club right now. Nice. Um... Something moon magic or something? Moon? Shouts out, moon magic. It's in Midtown. I heard it's in Midtown. And it's moon something. Moon something. Speaking of moon something, moon um, something. let me ask you this. So, yeah. one another way that we know each other is uh, I have done some artwork for you. You have. Uh, some pe- people, if you know, like, you listen, like, I've done two logos for uh, Chuck here uh, for your Funko Pop, like, the yes. collector. So, oh, what's so going on with that? Like, that is, uh, well, working at a new job, uh, it's kind of cut down on a little bit of the photography work that I used to do with and stuff like that. Are you that. still collecting? Like, yes. Because we've talked, if you go, if anybody also, if you go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Join the join any page, any tier. You get access to the awesome dude for like podcast, and you can hear Chuck and I talk about this. The uh, you got you built some badass shelves, and one place you yeah I got a couple of sponsors off that. But I think the last one that we did, we actually went on the site. We actually tried to customize our own last one. You do oh, that's that. right. We brought up the fuck because yeah, they were on the site. Like a store, like I know there's you a store that in now. LA that has that, but it, it was that it just yeah. opened. And we it were just opened up that. off of that one. Now you and can actually be able to get a ticket over at Funko Hollywood to be able to do that. You can actually get it right there on the spot. It's probably like 45 minutes an hour process. You can actually get the mold. You got your own box and they fix it up and you can kind no. of put different types of designs. You pick, like the, like you pick, pick the, the shape and, exactly. and all that. But like the thing about for me is always like, this is out of my hair. This doesn't have my tattoos. How do exactly. I how do I make it look like you know I can't have a pop that doesn't have tattoos on it? You know, give me a break. And they're actually trying to crack down on a lot of people that actually did a lot of custom artwork because are they? Was, yes, because there was a Funko put a lot of like cease and desist like letters on a lot of custom artists because they saw exactly where like some of the like I think there was one situation where like Fluffy, one of the uh, artists, Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, he did a special edition pop with this custom artist and only did like a limited edition of like, I think like 24 through this person. Sold instantly once it got on there. So Fu- uh, Funko and Fluffy started working more together and they actually got to see the past artworks and stuff like that. And Funko's like, well, we're going to like basically, okay, we like this, but we're going to take this and we're going to tell everybody to shut the fuck up and stop doing this. 
So it put a lot of people on cease and desist, and basically they had to basically kind of flip like their own game, like how to go for like a different level to keep it like under Funko's radars and stuff like that. So, so that's interesting because like just people like uh, people listening, like so there are people out there, artists that yeah. will make a custom pop. They'll they'll you know repaint it, make it like a character or something that's not. Uh, something that you yeah. would normally like it, you would see for the license or stuff like that like a lot of horror a lot of indie horror there's a lot of uh, stuff that goes with uh, indigo funds to where like main character is like a Funko Pop style or something like that for an artist that would do or actually the writer director that's doing the special effects would make or something like that right they'll make Buzz. special variants and things like that of their own exactly. thing limited runs and I guess like so it's like Funko's just like you can't this is a pop because they make it, they put it in a box and everything. Yeah. I see that. But like, what's the difference between that and people selling like their Spider-Man prints? Exactly. Here. Like they exactly. don't have, nobody has a license for that. Exactly. So that's whenever, like, whenever I went to my whole collecting and stuff like that, I went from like Funko Hunter 803 to evil theme because. Shouts boy, out. Yeah. Shouts out. RIP to that uh, Funko Hunter 803 name. Actually. That was a there. cute little, because I saw the sticker, you the, had a sticker. Yeah, it was a couple of stickers. Yeah, the yeah. very first one that he did, it was actually a Venomized Jason. Uh, that was like, like fucking badass one. And we actually did a couple of stickers. Those yeah, we got some there. Uh, the the hologram stickers. Of those. Dude, I sent you like everything from I got all that. Yeah. like pins, They're like all, stickers, like die cast. Yeah, yeah, it's on I'm, his laptop. I'm, 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 I'm traveling with my my seagull right now, so yes. I need stickers to cover this case because my other case, like I'm not traveling with that right now because it's too bulky. See, but. whenever I used to do, when I used to play music and when I did bass, I'd almost do the exact same thing. And I also like, I'm noticing with your book bag as well, I, I did the exact same thing, like the inch and a half pins, stickers, always so yeah, everywhere off of that. Denim vest, having all those shits, different patches like that, yeah. so. I have a compulsion to cover every uh, blank surface with something as you and can see, see my body, my and my laptop, everything's covered in stickers. Exactly. Um, my printer is like printer covered. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that kind of shit. I like I love collages. Like every bathroom I had uh, in uh, that I took a shit in. No, just every bathroom and every like the apartments that I lived in when right. I was like in college. Um, I I man i got guitar world magazine for like over a decade i had subscriptions wow. so i had all like and i would take the posters and i would like i was like a teenage girl all right what like, was your favorite like, like what was your quarries. favorite uh if you can remember all that what was your favorite uh, uh issue issue fuck dude uh, uh i mean that's hard to say but like the issues that i would like that i really was that the one that you always see like if you like if you saw a person on the cover like which one would you say oh, any anytime that adam jones like from okay. tool from tool like like when he was on the cover, especially like that was when, like well, maybe when the beginning when I started collecting, okay, Rallis was out. No, that was like several years after. But then like Ten Thousand Days came out, so like Tool doesn't do a lot of shit. So right. Adam Jones, I love. So when he was on the cover, also like I was huge into Corn back in the day. So anytime, I like, well for that e even if it said like. Corn, like K, I was like, I'm buying. That's the one I want. That one. Okay, was, I, I would love that you, shit. Was you like, like, was you sold on Corn after the first album, or were you sold with them more on Life Is Peachy? I well, I, that's when I discovered them was Life Is Peachy, and I was really? like, I was like, well, what is this? And then they came out with the uh, uh, Follow the Leader. Follow the Leader, yeah. Follow the Leader was the one that broke them, dude. But like, I was shit, dude, like. Their uh, ownership, their Seth Tyler one. Like, if you ever get a chance to like listen off of that, like that's where you can actually. The which one? Uh, the self title. Oh yeah, I love dude. Yeah. I, I went back. I mean, I had every corn thing, everything you could think I had, of. Like, I had braids. I went and got braids oh, went like, the, head. like head, like head heads. Okay, I had okay. a seven string guitar. I was like corn slap bass max. off of that one. Slap the bass off of that. Fieldy off of that one. I saw corn perform like any like a million dude, times. I've seen them perform over in Charlotte. It was actually the uh, Project Revolution tour. Like shout out to Lincoln Park. Shouts out. And rest it was in power. Like, yeah, rest in power. Definitely, it was Lincoln Park, Snoop Dogg, the used. And fucking Fallout Boy. What? Wait, go tell me that yeah. lineup. Tell me that lineup again. Fallout Boy, Corn. Just like the Project Revolution tour, like with Lincoln Park, and actually, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Fallout Boy. I'm sorry, it was the Used, the Used Corn, Snoop Dogg, Lincoln Park, 
And I want to say less than Jake Oakley. Ew. Interesting. Yes. So, like, Corn to me, best live performance. I think, honestly, like, I mean, for the records that they've done, does it justice, but, like, I liked it better when I heard it live. They they put on a great show. They do. For me, like, I also, like, anything Rob Zombie. I followed Rob. When Hellbelly Deluxe came out, I followed Rob I Zombie. I was more of a White Zombie fan, man. I like I love White Zombie more yeah. than I did the self, just because I guess it's just more for, like, the 90s, like how he had that attitude. Like, with so awesome. But that, this is horror shit, dude, that he's doing. Yeah, like, I mean, like, the, those are the ones. It's like, I love Dragon. Like, Dragon looked like, honestly, like, when that song came out, I even had, like, a fucking system in my car back in high school, and I used to fucking blur that shit every fucking day. It, I ain't gonna great, lie about it's it. It's a great song. But, like, the thing about Rob Zombie that I like, here's the thing. Um, What's the thing? And, uh, you know, White Zombie started it, but then it's like he could only get so far with those people in the band. 20 years 20 years going with it so i mean i understand that he had to go and then he had to like do the other thing but the, also right. like rob zombie like he he did all of his shit his own way you know yeah. he was in the back of headbangers ball painting like the thing and ricky rackman's like doing hosting and like rob zombie's back there skinny ass rob zombie painting yeah. zombies and stuff on the back doing the artwork for uh it, beavis and butthead do america, and butthead like, doing america. Like, he did the whole animated sequence yep. he just broke into that a little bit at a time you can hate his movies all you want but he fucking made them and he's still making them exactly. like he does all like he's got those animated things out he does all of his own art and he writes his own ticket he does not dude his care. comic books is actually pretty dope i'm like i haven't had a chance to be able to get like involved with some of his comic books his actual comic books is actually supposed to be pretty graphic as well but i've heard is i oh i don't know if i haven't even seen his comic books but, like for the way like how he does for some of his portrays like uh like for some of his animes he usually did some of those for rob like, zombie for, yeah for rob zombie he's done some of those in comic book i'll have to find that i have to take a look at it too like but, i might not be bullshitting off of that like i think it is but i might think it might have been like later or early like before or after the animes but i know he's definitely in some comic books okay hey there you go guys that was the first half of my man chuck evil fiend 803 and myself uh, we had Scarlet and Faye in there chiming in and their little secret secrets all over. But no, that, they are great. Um, so, like I said, you want to hear the rest of this episode? And I hope you do. Go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Join one of the tiers and you can hear it and all of the other episodes. Check out my man at EvilFiend803. Chuck, you can follow him. And uh, don't forget to check me out, JohnWayneIsDead.com, for all of your John Wayne is Dead needs, books, records, shirts, hugs kisses nudes i don't know noodles coming soon it's all there go to the shop page go to the shows page to see if i'm coming to your town soon and hit me up let me know let's party i've got a bunch of dates up there and more that i'm adding this week so please go to the shows page at johnwinisdead.com and uh, see where i'll be uh, hopefully i'll be close to you and uh, you can always follow me at john wayne is dead on instagram twitter tiktok and i love you goodbye <laughs>